Pixels and Ink podcast. Uh, I have no idea what episode. 362, I'm told. Uh, I am joined by a full cast, some in actually in office, but let's start off with uh, Jordan Biotti is here. That's me. I'm not in office. He's the only one. He started with me. You can make it different. Uh, we also have Krista Hug. Hey. Hello. In office. I am in, in office. office. Yes. He's a real person now. This is a real place that exists. <laughs> and we have Dan Eileen, also what? in office. Hi. I'm always in office. I live here. Apparently so. Uh, so starting off, um, one second. Why don't you start us off, Jordan, with the top story? Oh, okay. Well, um, we yesterday we had the uh, the little Pokemon Direct that uh, showed off a little bit more of um, brilliant diamond and shining pearl and mm-hmm. uh, Legends Arceus, as well as the mobile stuff, which I don't really care too much about because you know. But mobile. Well, like um, Pokemon Unite, which I hear is just a whole mess of insidious I microtransactions. Mean, I feel that someone could talk about that. Someone that might have played Someone, but you know, we're someone. not going to let them. <laughs> Where would we find someone like that? Uh, who knows? Alex I, isn't I, here today. I, I think I ranted about that two weeks ago, actually. I, Did you really? Okay. I, I got hit by frustration point two weeks ago and I was finishing up the review, so yeah. But well, they're yeah. riding Sylveon, so that means EB, the goodest boy, is coming, so that's that's something. I mean, Chris, what's your, what's your hot take on it? Because you actually played Unite I, it's it's content. <laughs> I mean, it's it'll, it will be interesting to see I how the mobile launch affects you know the the atmosphere of the game because right now it's just Switch only, right? So adding the mobile players in could change some things. But so it's uh, only Switch right now, and is it free on Switch? It is free on Switch, though there are microtransactions like a battle pass yeah. and cosmetics. Well, that, and stuff I love like when that stuff happens. It's let's so let's bad. put free in humongous quotations because it's free to start, I think, is what we've been calling. There's it. like four <laughs> different currencies. There's like pay to win mechanics. I personally didn't see the pay to win. I can see how it might give you a bit of advantage and that you might get items faster than newbies. But like any mobile or any online game like this, once it launches, everyone's kind of like, "What's going on?" People get ahead of the curve, and then they start beating everybody else, and then it starts to feel unfair to get into. Right, right. We're sense. at that stage now where people are established, and when you start the game for the first time, you're hitting that wall. So oh. I think that's going to be turning some people away, or like the casual people, because like I, I took a few days off of it. I was checking in every day, and right, right. after a couple of days, I was like, I am getting like crap kicked here. Like, so yeah. I mean, it's... Well, when I say when and when we say pay to win, like what 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 we mean is that like there are items within the game that you like can buy with the like premium currency that actually give you tangible benefits in game like they're sort of disguised as like the same uh items that like pokemon would hold in like the actual game so there's like leftovers that like will mm-hmm. heal your party or like the exp share and stuff like like so different stuff that actually gives you an advantage in battle okay. yeah um, uh, and you have to like just call you- that what it is yeah, it's it's definitely an advantage if you can get that stuff faster or like a level it up to higher levels than other people. But it is mm-hmm. also like a game balancing thing too. Like there was certain combinations. Like there was something to do with Snorlax. Uh, there's some broken combo that they just nerfed this week, I think. So there's a bit of that going on too. Combined, it's not a great uh, atmosphere for new players. So, is this so is this competing with like the League of Legends and such, just with Pokemon stuff, or how is this working? I can't see it. In my review, I said like it's it's a good Pokemon spinoff. It's a good casual console MOBA, but I don't think it's going to convert people who are deep into League of Legends unless they're huge Pokemon fans and want a distraction. Like, there's not enough meat on these bones to rival Legends. That sounds annoying. It's 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 it's, it's a good baby's first MOBA, I guess. Too like one way to put it. Okay, that's baby's that's interesting. <laughs> I've got a two-year-old. Let's test this out. <laughs> <laughs> Get grinding for XP. Come on. Yeah, yeah. But she's actually pretty good at dropping balls on the ground in Pokemon Go. So come on. Well, there you go. Nice. <laughs> well, then, yeah. So Go. yeah. Speaking of which, um, they're so it's like fifth year anniversary. They're going to add um some Pokemon from Sword and Shield. Specifically, the legendaries are going to be in raids. I think I don't know. They only they only showed three specific like Galar region Pokemon, which is like, eh, whatever. Yeah, there's there's uh, three generic kind of ones. Then there's the two mascots from the games are coming into the game today as this episode's coming out Friday, the 20th. Uh, they're going to be in the game for two weeks, I think it is. 
it's it's neat but there's also a lot of stuff they haven't added that they could have added before they got to valor but you know yeah they skipped right over alolan which is like the best one they 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 put litten in like a promotional art thing for the fifth anniversary and then they just skip right to galler (laughs) it's kind of a weird move but that's niantic so what do you expect yeah that's fair as, but, um, as for the Switch games, though, the Switch games are looking fantastic. Like people were very dubious about Arceus Legends or Legends Arceus, and uh, it definitely has improved. I mean, I'm Jordan, still not I, I sold on it. Torn on it. Yeah, I, I just, it just, yeah, because I, you know, just like watching it, like even, I mean, even uh, Pearl and Diamond, like they look fine. I don't know if I'm rushing to the store to get it, like, you know. But, like, Arceus Legends, to me, still just, like, I think conceptually just seems really boring. Like, it doesn't have the same sort of, like, scale of adventure that, like, a game like Breath of the Wild, which is clearly trying to be had. Like, mm-hmm. this, the like based on what they've shown so far, like, it doesn't look like there's even, like, a reason, like, the, like the, that, that same scope of, like, exploration. Um... And it just even just like like what it looks like as a Pokemon game, like it just doesn't look interesting. Like it hasn't moved the needle at all uh, in terms of like what I think Pokemon needs to sort of like shake itself up uh, in terms of like being relevant. Because I just even even after like as much as I liked uh, Sword and Shield, like there you can definitely start to feel like the you know the the drag of age upon these games. Like it really needs to do something drastically different to, to make itself like new again. Like not, not, I mean, I don't know what that, what that means entirely just because like the last game that I honestly really did feel that was like, like a, 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 a really fresh Pokemon game probably was sun and moon. And that kind of was just because it felt more like an RPG than it did like a Pokemon game. So like I don't know if maybe like making a Pokemon game that's that's designed more in line with like a Shin Megami Tensei where like the 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 recruitment or capturing of monsters is sort of a function to like the main thing which is like the narrative and like the RPG structure would actually make Pokemon feel like good again, but like as it is right now just the idea of like an open world does not a good Pokemon game make? I think. <laughs> That's fair. Now, now I just want to see a, a Shimagami Tensei slash Pokemon crossover. That would be great. I mean, like that, that would actually be great. Universe. The world has ended. How you raise your Pokemon will decide the fate of the new world. And, <laughs> and, and dungeon crossover with Pokemon. No, no I want I want the weird uh, toilet demon in Pokemon. Just saying, if you play Shimagami yeah. Tensei, you know what I mean. I and the thing. Okay, this is a. This might just be a thing that bothers me, but I actually really like think that setting this game in like feudal japan is like the stupidest thing ever like the little dumb like bamboo pokeballs with a firework that shoots out at the top like oh it's so quaint it's like old technology but it doesn't really address the idea of how they even have the technology that like compiles a creature down into data and stores it in a ball like magic Pokemon doesn't really work outside of the modern era where, like, computers exist. Like, if they just wanted to eliminate the whole ball concept altogether and it's just like you actually just had to, like, you know, tame a wild Pokemon, fine, whatever. But it's just like, oh, isn't it cute? We have little firework Pokeballs. But it's just like, yeah, but it's still using this, like, crazy alien sci-fi that's, like, doesn't really gel with your setting. No, no, no. Listen, listen. A wizard did it. <laughs> that's, the Poke Wizard. <laughs> I, I don't know I, i'm kind of the opposite like i was pretty impressed with this trailer like i thought it was a cool concept and wanted to see some more and it's, it looks like it's shaping up to be kind of interesting like a it seems like an evolutionary step for the series that like they're trying to figure out what to do with it next mm-hmm. you know they've, they've done this in the past where they'll they'll spend a generation or like a game the big the big release for a year will be this like experiment essentially like trying something new and then they'll bring it into the next main game in some form once they've you know tested it out that's the kind of vibe i get from this well, I mean, I, I, I hope I like I hope it really is like, you know, acts as a stepping stone for to better things, because I know like, you know, fans have been clamoring for an open world Pokemon game for the longest time. And I don't know if this is going to be a situation where it's like, be careful what you wish for. But he's you know, yeah, paw. exactly. It's the monkey's paw. <laughs> it's the Infernape's paw. Yeah. 
but like yeah i don't know i'm I'm still i'm still not sold on it it just just i, I think just at the end of the day it just looks boring like i'm just not interested in it that's fair <laughs> that is fair so there so that's it that's my take i mean so i sword and shield or not sword and shield um you know diamond and pearl they look they look cute i'm in i'm into this the the look <laughs> I like the way that they kind of revamp some of the, you know, some of the old, like the little mechanics that were in it, and like it, 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 it's all the there. Names. Yeah, it is all there. The, the the names are yeah. I don't love the. They're too long there. for me. Like I don't even know what the diamond shining. What one is that? It's shining, uh, shining pearl. It's and... BDSP. Brilliant. I know you typed that to me the other day, and I was like, "It's what?" I had <laughs> typed that in to figure out what we were talking about. I'm so confused. BDSP, bondage, BDSP. domination, sadism, yeah. Pokemon. Well, that's literally. <laughs> like, I'll have that blah 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 article up soon. I'm like, what? Pardon? Are we writing about today? Beg your, beg your pardon. Yeah, it's a little early for this, but all right, all right. I feel, I feel kind of bad for all those platinum fans who were like excited to see if any of that content was showing up in it, and it doesn't look like it is. I mean, it feels like they would have shown off Giratina if it was a thing, like part of the game. <laughs> well, then, but, then again, there was a big like pre-order bonus or like an early launch bonus with the Manaphy uh, that, that that you can download, and they didn't put that in the trailer for some reason. Like it was Manaphy? hidden on the website afterwards. No, Manaphy, it's this uh, Pokemon no, that came out a certain way. Yeah. Is that the little is that the little hamster garden Pokemon? No, it's like a little <laughs> water spirit jellyfish looking thing. Oh, that <laughs> stupid thing! It. It's it's a Pokemon homunculus. Uh, yeah, no, those, oh god, those things were the worst. Was this part of the whole, was that part of the whole stupid thing that you had to do where you had to run around the world and, like, chase down the legendaries, but then as soon as you got to one, it just, like, moved to the other side of the world? So, to not belabor the point, Manaphy was like, uh, you could get it through Pokemon Ranger and send it to the Diamond and Pearl, and then if you bred it in that game with a ditto, you could get uh, Fion, like a baby form of it. So it was, so like, weird. this, like, exclusive thing. Which are the ones I'm thinking of? There, there was, there were the ones that were based on like the emotions that unlocked oh. after you beat the game. You had to run around the world to get them, and it was super annoying. Based There's always something emotions. you have to run around the world for. Yeah, but these ones were like particularly bad. Like you, you'd get to one, and literally, like as soon as you got to it, it would just like run to the other side of the world. Chris, it was like Chris Salia was one of those guys too. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You had to just like find it out in the wild, but the, oh god, those were so. Speaking of going on in the wild. Around mm. the world. Oh, that would have been way better. Damn. Singapore. <laughs> what about Singapore, Dana? <laughs> Tell us actually, about it. I don't actually know, but I know that Ubisoft Singapore is in trouble, along with the rest of the world. <laughs> Does anybody yeah. actually know like the details on this, though? Um, well, we reported on it on cgmagonline.com. We did. We did. If you go there and read the article quickly Sorry, while we're recording. Furious clicking, speed reading. It's good. It's good. It's fine. Uh, as 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 far as I can tell, it's it's basically just Ubisoft, like uh, of its many branches, is you know just continuing to be embroiled in um a lot of these you know allegations of of toxic work culture and, and uh sexual assault and abuse and yeah, Ubisoft Sin Singapore just seems to be like the the latest place that has uh, come under fire um but again it's just, it's one of those things that it's like it doesn't surprise me just because like you know this kind of toxic culture it's, it seems to be like you know if 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 we are to believe um the survivors of these uh, of this abuse like this is something that's just sort of been an underlying thing across like ubisoft as a whole Right. So, like, if you know, it's like it. It, it depending, it, it doesn't really matter. Like, I guess where it's happening, it's just it's the fact that like this this seems to be the culture at Ubisoft. Yeah, and they have been talking about how they're trying to change everything they do and the way they function, but this shows they're not. Yeah, and even and, and especially after even like after the um the Activision stuff happened, right? And people yeah. from Ubisoft were saying like, yeah, like you know this like. This, the culture at Ubisoft hasn't changed, the, you know, months after we, you know, these these same sort of allegations came out. Um, yeah, I, I I don't know, I don't know where to <laughs> where to end on this one, just because it's yeah, it's, it's, it's it, for anyone that doesn't know, this is the studio that's currently working on Skull and Bones, which was an expansion for some of their stuff, and now it's its own game that is 
just never coming out apparently that's just, just never just they're too busy doing other things, other <laughs> things. yeah apparently yeah, so yeah. It's, it's not great yeah it's it's, it's, it's interesting that in the uh, it, that one of the developers says in our article that uh it's always been known kind of internally to be one of the worst ubisoft studios but like when all this stuff came out what was it like a year or two ago yeah. with ubisoft it wasn't didn't come to light then not even a year or two like we're talking like a couple like maybe like less than a year ago i would say like maybe like six months yeah it's, it's, it's getting hard it's getting hard to track all these scandals unfortunately yeah jesus tell me about it it's a lot like a lot a lot I can't, so yeah i can't like it's it, there's no surprise anymore which is awful to say just like yeah that's happening that that's not a good reaction, but it's starting to be the reaction. It needs to, to not be happening. I would be more surprised to hear, "Hey, this studio's great." Like, yeah, <laughs> I need some of those stories. Yeah, go on the Every, hunt. For everything's that. rainbows over here. Yeah, yeah. It's... You only ever hear about the bad, right? I'm sure there's like at least one Ubisoft studio that isn't awful. Maybe. Well, I mean, you know, it's it, it, obviously it's gonna it's gonna be like so typical coming from me, but like you know. As far as I can tell, Nintendo seems to be the only one company that everyone kind of says who's worked there has been like, yeah, work culture is uh, is pretty good here. Like, I mean, only to find the... out it's actually a cult and they're not. I mean, to be fair, we're also talking the fact that it's a Japanese studio is where most of the major stuff in Nintendo comes out of, and there's a yeah, kind of, there's a stigma of speaking out in Japan. So, like, Konami yes. really has not had that many whistleblowers, but apparently the work culture there is horrible, but no one says anything. So yeah, I'm, I'm, I well, I guess I guess what I was I guess um I was talking about probably the, yeah like um, Nintendo of America because I've heard a lot of people like telling like sharing stories from like Nintendo right. of America that say like yeah like there's no like forced crunch there's a, you know there's lots of like paid overtime mm-hmm. it's like they, they you know they're very generous with like paid vacation and like um you know well, for the you know for the uh, for the most part from what I've heard. So, but but you're you're 100 right, Brendan. It could be that you know these 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 same things are still going sort of like I mean, unreported. Like, it's, it's it's taken a while for even like the biggest studios to come out. Like, act like this stuff at Activision was going on for two years, and we didn't know the the extent of it. So, mm-hmm. I'm not saying anything is going bad, but it's AAA development. It's possible something m- might be going on that we don't know about. I'm yeah, I, no, that's again, true. Again, say we're gonna say maybe there's something good going on we don't know about let's just yeah. be positive okay yeah just let me do it <laughs> yeah That's all i got That's all i got it's just uh, it's 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 a it's a sort of thing that's like funny to me because i remember seeing on on twitter like uh when when the activision stuff happened like there you know people were tweet this one person tweeted and it just it made me laugh like it was like it was something along the lines of like you know like activision abuses its employees for for years ubisoft you know th- this and that and then it's just like nintendo releases the switch oled instead of pro and everyone's like um not the same thing not on the same level Maybe don't. you know <laughs> you, you know clock Close. nintendo for being you know anti-consumer as, as much as possible but that's not the same they thing as abusing your developers not, not no not so much <laughs> not so much um, yeah that was just like wow. We're really grasping at straws here, aren't we? Speaking of grasping at straws, you know um, what? This eternal. Pro- no, I screwed it up. Damn it! Good. I got nothing, guys. Let's talk about the Eternals. <laughs> good job, Dana. Ten out of ten. I am not on my game today. I'm usually Tell it again. Mm-hmm. Oh. I've, I've I've thrown off the office energy by being here. It's my fault. I'm just not myself today. Anyway, hey, Eternals, guys. Uh, yeah, we got a trailer for the Eternals. Now I don't know who the Eternals are or what their whole deal is. It's like the was that the TV show with the big dog? No, no, that was that was the um... Immortals. The Immortals. Yes, we got Immortals. Yeah. We got a Eternals. Oh, I mean, what's the difference really? Immortals, Eternals. Yeah, okay. they're not just the same thing. Uh, Eternals, I believe, are like, like DC and Marvel, right? The new god, like DC has the new gods, which are like. Uh, what is it? Um, Dead Dark Side and those ones, and then Marvel has their galactic characters, and those are that deal with galactic things. Yeah, um, I don't know. The Eternals are—it's weird. Marvel's I galactic. Didn't know anything and, about it either. I do at all. And, I read it. Uh, it actually kind of looks cool. When I was hearing the cast, I'm like, you know what? I don't need Angelina Jolie in a superhero movie right now. She's like, been I don't need before, that. haven't she? 
uh, which one? Like, like a mainstream superhero movie? Uh, no, uh, no, she's no. Been like, no. She's done action and stuff like that. Yeah, like, the switch I, the to Marvel is the something. closest. Maybe you could argue is Maleficent because she had like powers. Right. Tomb Raider, like Laura Croft, is also a yeah, comic book character. Okay, but we know what I'm talking true. about, right? I guess superhero yeah. character in the but genre. Anyway, yeah. I had no idea. Like, I I wanted no part of it. And watching it, I still kind of feel that way about her. Like, I feel like she's somehow gonna be the bad guy at the end of this. Yeah, so my when they walk is... up and talk to her, like she's got that RBF. Like, yeah, she's, she's, she seems bad. <laughs> that that turn on the on the heroes vibe, yeah. It's a it's a huge cast, uh, like both Richard Madsen and uh, Kate Harrington from Game of Thrones. Yeah, uh, Camille Nanjiani. Yeah, I mean uh, Selma Hayek. Yeah, yeah, I mean it's got a, it's got a huge cast. Like the characters, I know nothing about. That's Maybe not really that... a roster of uh, Marvel mm-hmm. characters that I'm aware One of. of them's but a I kid. wasn't aware of the Guards of the Galaxy either before that came out. And look at them now. Yeah, I was just about to yeah, say that too. Like uh, you know, I'm I'm wondering if this this movie will have the same kind of energy, like. Because, like, you know, I, I had no interest or knowledge of the Guardians. And then, like, watching that movie, like, actually made me care about them. It depends on who they yeah. get to direct. Because a lot of, like, the characters in the Marvel Universe can be boring or amazing based on how you get them directed or how you set it up. Like, I think James Gunn was perfect choice for the Guardians. Yeah. Movies, and I'm not sure. The Eternals were kind of a boring comic when I read them back in the 80s. So, oh, who knows? Way back. Yeah, <laughs> when you were just a little baby. Yeah, when and, I was a little kid. And but there's yeah, a bit of like a crossover thematically too with like what if, right? Because what yeah. if has the Watcher or Watu. Yeah, that would be he, a part of the Eternals or part of the Eternal Universe. But like he's he's up there doing nothing, just observing, and they've been around observing as Thanos took out half the galaxy. So now, like, is, yeah, that. But it seems like some of them are just like chilling, living on Earth. Yeah, they like, do that. Like some of them are, but not all of them, because they also make an entrance. Yeah. But then some of them had like houses and stuff. He's like, I like what you did here, and he broke his table. Nobody. All right. Yeah. Is the Watcher <laughs> the same guy the from Loki, the the one who watches, or is that a different no, guy? No, no. Although there was a different uh, one who watches. There, there was so a many cameo. I think it was Guardians of the Galaxy two. Uh, mm-hmm. Like it, it, it passes by Stan Lee. He's like sitting on on a comet or something. He's got like a spacesuit on. He's talking to the Watchers, plural. Telling them some mm. kind of story, but uh, no, the Watcher and Kang the Conqueror from Loki are not the same. Not okay. Good I don't to know. believe Good they're affiliated. Know. I'm not that deep on the Marvel comic lore. But... Well, I thought Kang the Conqueror was part of the uh, Eternals or Celestial group. Yeah, once it gets past like Spider-Man, somebody level, like... that's where I start to get a bit more vague on the lore. So. Somebody gonna... super into Marvel is going to attack this podcast. I'm gonna I'm gonna be 100 <laughs> percent honest. I I actually thought Kang the Conqueror was part of Flash Gordon. <laughs> Wasn't I Kang the uh, the the bad guy on uh, on Ninja Turtles too? No, it's Krang. 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 Yeah, Krang with an R. <laughs> totally different. <laughs> too many Krangs. Oh god, too many letters. I'm just out. Kang and Kodos, Screw the alphabet. I'm out. Yeah, Kang and Kodos. Is that the oh, same guy? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> maybe. Just, yeah, I mean, it's it's all under the Disney umbrella now, isn't it? So it's all it's all different multiverses. Maybe there's <laughs> it's all connected. <laughs> oh my goodness. Oh, but I'm I'm I am interested in this movie, but I'm I'm not sure I'm going to go to the theaters right away. Now that you guys it. mentioned like it being like the Guardians of the Galaxy and all that good stuff, like that kind of makes sense to me now, and I'm kind of feeling a little stronger about it than i was before yeah it won't, so it won't have the same vibe but it will definitely be like kind of yeah like, uh, i didn't no, expect to care the, about these like, characters type of thing yeah just the people i didn't hear about and oh wait now i care about them i'm i'm well, i have hope yeah i mean i, I and I, I think you know brendan makes the best point by like you know saying like depending it's it really it's really going to depend on the director um chloe zhao is directing it and i don't know who that is not familiar either god where's um, where's phil when you need him i guess she's taking like uh, uh, she wants everything filmed as much like in person not like cg and all that jazz right yeah, on set that. no not on set on location that's the word 
um, as possible. Like when they land on that cliff, I was reading a little bit about what she was saying about it. The cliff, she said it's the windiest place she's ever been in her life. <laughs> and, and that's all real. That's not created. And I thought that was kind of cool. It's a nice change for them, for sure. But yeah, yeah. Brandon, like you actually got a point before we started that this is kind of under, taking the wind out of uh, Shang-Chi's sails a little bit. Yeah, that was my thinking that it, without with that movie coming out, you're just getting kind of the marketing started for that, and they're already starting marketing this one. It, especially with such a unique case, and especially with Marvel using uh, Shang, is it Shang-Chi? Shang-Chi. Shang-Chi. Yeah. Shang-Chi. Using that as kind of an example of how well things will do in the theaters, how well, if that's what they're going to do going forward. And it feels unfair to kind of start marketing another movie with that, with that one just starting, uh, just hitting theaters shortly. It's it, like it, it, it's also kind of the, the kind of thing where they would have been like, when you go to the theaters, this would have been one of the trailers that would have yeah. aired before Shang-Chi. So to put it out two weeks early, yeah, yeah it definitely seems like it's And that's something Marvel normally does too, though. Mm-hmm. Like you go excited to see the trailers oh my god going to movies well huh i kind of i kind of think um like you know in in the first in the first like uh i guess era of the marvel cinematic universe like part of i guess like part of their you know their like marketing strategy kind of was like Mm -hmm. you know giving every movie its like own sort of like dedicated time slot but now that they've seen that 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 has worked and like part of what works like more now is just like just you know keeping the hype machine going and you know here's a trailer for this movie here's a trailer for this movie like be excited for everything right like they know you're gonna go see it so like it doesn't really like no one movie needs to have its time in the spotlight like they just keep pumping stuff out so you're like constantly talking about it i feel that takes away some of the impact of some of these movies no you're 100 right (laughs) but like you know they they know like they know what what's what works and like what they can sort of like what they can you know bank on i just don't like when they change things don't change things stop it (laughs) change where's my spider-man trailer get me trailers of (laughs) spider-man that that one will get me to a theater maybe depending on how oh yeah no do you have to like wear your mask in the theater cell do you have to sit with it on your face or are you allowed to like sit down and take it off and eat your popcorn uh, I feel like you could. I don't eat. know. They want to charge you money for the concessions. I think they let you eat. But... I mean, that's the rule of the restaurant. As long as you're sitting, you can eat. I, I mean, I mean, Cinemax now it. kind of acts as a restaurant, so maybe that. Ooh, does it? I mean, does it have like one? reduced capacity? Yeah, I think they're reducing capacity, from what I understand. But then, yeah. so yeah. maybe. I mean, it'd be very. It would be kind of bad if it wasn't reduced capacity because those. Yeah, they don't make tight. money from yeah. anything except concessions. Yeah. So, I feel. That I can go have popcorn. That's yeah. Especially for the first weekend of a of a Disney opening, yeah, they don't yeah. take a cut. Yeah, yeah. Uh, just it's it's still such a weird time to like think about going to a theater. I'm still not doing it for. Well, well and they announced... like, like pop, the the Paw Patrol movie comes out this weekend, and like I would be taking my kid to that. Like I would take my daughter right away to that. But like mm-hmm. now I'm like, nope. Uh, sorry, I'm going to find like Paramount Plus or something. Yeah, for find sure. a trial for that or something. Speaking of, the embargo's lifted for that, and read my review tomorrow. Oh, we've been Woo. we've been reading the storybooks for two weeks now. My daughter got into the books for her birthday, so we kind of like oh, that's already. exciting. Yeah. That's exciting. It's actually good. So, oh, that's Spoiler that's surprising alert. because the yeah, it, in it, so I thought it was pretty much out the window. Not nearly as bad as watching the show. So, there's that. <laughs> yeah, well, it's a it's a movie, right? It's got to be more like focused in a in a singular direction. Mm-hmm, definitely. Um. Speaking what you guys were Marvel. saying, yeah, there you go. I was say, speaking speaking about... of uh, of of dutiful puppers, <laughs> okay. <laughs> I had a way better transition. I don't guys. know where I was going with anyway, that. <laughs> since Marvel's stealing Shang Chi's thunder, they also signed the stuff for Captain America four, name pending. Woo. Anthony Mackie is signed on. He is sounds about right. Cap. Yeah, it's exciting. But it's, uh, when it came across yesterday, I was like, "Well, that's, I thought that was just a given." <laughs> like, I I think, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, we've all just been deciding it though; like, it wasn't in writing anywhere, and now mm. it is. It's a real. We thing. saw how Endgame ended. Well, that and the Falcon and the Winter Soldier too. Yeah. Like that was this was the writing was on the wall. So um, yeah, it's a, very yeah. exciting. He was great. In Although now that uh, you just mentioned Endgame ending, I really want to see like super old Captain America. 
Like, I want them fighting side by side now. Mm. Anthony Mackie, super old Chris Evans. I'm down. Throw a cameo in there at some point, yeah. <laughs> I'm down. He's the new Stanley. Oh. Hey, that could, that could people have talked about doing that actually, yeah. <laughs> well, apparently he had a cameo in Free Guy, from what I read. Did he? Aww. Yeah, there's a there's a there was a scene towards the end where um where Ryan Reynolds is fighting like the big buff version of his character, and he uses uh like Captain America's shield, and it cuts to like Chris Evans in a coffee shop, like watching the game like on a live stream, and he's just like, "What the shit?" <laughs> like, well, that's, that's amazing. Fun. I dig it. Yeah, so I thought that was pretty cool. Nice. I thought it was I, I thought it was Stan Lee for a second when you first said that. that was <laughs> I'm I'm gonna miss those. Like I was I was playing Spider Man recently on the PS5 and like mm-hmm. he has a great cameo in that where Mary Jane and Peter are like having a conversation at a in a restaurant. He takes off to go do Spidey stuff. And Stan Lee turns out is like the owner of the restaurant and goes, Oh, you guys are back together. You always were my favorites. Like, oh, oh I still have, That's I have nice. I have problems with Stanley as a human being because he was definitely not the best person on earth. But was he not? Oh, don't uh, tell me that, Brendan. He definitely did. He definitely did steal some of his characters. Let's be clear here. And you know what? Allegations of like, uh, some yeah, creepy things. But, he, but what, you know, that's is it like weird a, that a, I just kind of mixed him up with like Hugh Hefner in my head while you were there? <laughs> 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 that's one hundred percent where my brain just went. Hugh Hefner's like evil, and Stanley's good. Nah. Yeah. I mean, Stanley apparently did some things with his like he was kind of making weird unwanted advances at his like hospice nurse or something. I'm like that's that's weird. To be fair, but my like, was he, definitely was did that his too, mind. So. It was like ninety something. There was probably some dementia involved. That doesn't forgive it, but it is a factor. <laughs> oh my god, that just scarred me. Like I remember when my this is kind of depressing, but like when my grandfather was passing away, my my mom would be like, oh one day he's. They're saying say goodbye, and the next day he's like pinching the nurses' butts, and we were like, "Oh, grandpa!" And now I'm thinking back, <laughs> silly I was like old 10, guy. And I'm like, "Oh, that's not good. That's, <laughs> that's not okay. Oh, childhood ruined." <laughs> it was a different time, Dana. Grandpa! <laughs> yeah, yeah. old instincts are buried deep. That never even crossed my mind that it wasn't okay. Oh no! Uh, like, like my my great grandmother when she was passing, she started to just revert speaking Dutch randomly in, in the middle of a sentence. So like those old habits yeah. come back. Oh, my yeah, grandmother did that too. She basically habits. spoke like exclusively um, Italian. Oh my gosh! But she also she had Alzheimer's, so like that was a different whole thing. Wow. Yeah. Captain America though is gonna be good. Yeah. Anyway, back to Captain America being old. He's pretty old too. I wonder if he's speaking other <laughs> <Yeah>. languages. <laughs> oh no. Okay. He's dancing with Peggy is all that matters. Oh. Hey. Yeah. Do you want to talk about something really happy? I mean, better sure. than the thing we just discussed. Yes. Jordan, I think you have a new game to talk about. Oh yeah. Um, <laughs> so I've been I've been, I've been playing Garden Story and it's great. Really? Oh, it's so good. Like it's oh. it's it's up there on my like. Is it like, like so? It's like a more adorable Stardew is what I got. Um, not entirely. It's not okay. as um. Like it's not as uh, I guess like simulation based as okay. like Stardew is. Um, it's kind of more like I would actually like describe it more as like a, like a Zelda like oh. with with Stardew elements. Like you know, so so you play as a little grape named Concord, and um, you're basically like left in charge of this uh, this like grove because like you know all like throughout the the history of the grove there were the, these guardians who helped sort of like help the land like flourish and they would they would take care of it and and help people and like you know that like bolstered everyone's like uh like resolve to you know keep the place going but then like over time they all kind of faded away so you're like you know one of the last few guardians um so sort of like you know every every day you know you 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 move through this little like these little like these little areas and you're sort of given like these little tasks to complete throughout the day and like you know every task you you out of the three tethers you know there's like there's like a combat task uh like a building task and like a foraging task Okay. Um, and you know, whatever you complete during the day, it sort of like helps, like it, you know, increases the level of your of your town, and it like gives you you know um, access to like better tools and you know and and different like things. Um, but then like you know, while you're doing that, you know, you're you're also sort of like progressing through the story because like in in, in order to sort of get to these new like areas, you know, there's like a spring area, summer area, you know, autumn and fall or winter. And to get to these areas, you know, you have to sort of like go into these little dungeons and um, 
you know, fight some little bosses and, and solve some puzzles. It's all very, it's all very simple. Like it's just, yeah, <laughs> it's, it's, it's funny. Cause your health meter, even though you have like little like individual health bars, like it's sort of represented as a little jar of like jam. And like at, the more damage you take, like it sort of like empties out. It's really adorable. Um, that's kind of morbid. Just it's no, it's cute. Yeah, <laughs> little little so jar, great jam. Just just don't think about it dead. because then it gets morbid. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, when, when you, I've I've died a couple times at the bosses. You don't like you don't just like turn into like gloop, right? You just like you know you like sort of like fall over and it's like day over kind of thing. Um, but yeah, no, like it's it's really it's a lot of fun. It's very like methodical in that kind of Stardew way, but it's like the way that it's built it's like it's it's so much um it's so it's so different because yeah like as you're playing it you you definitely feel like you're playing a zelda like you know it's top down you're going around you're you're, you're fighting these little like gloop monsters um do you, that, like, have, you know, the, do you have a little farm or something like that? I see, like, you sort of have, you have like a little area like you have like you know it's more it's more sort of like you have your little your little homestead um you're a little grape you're a little grape okay and you know there's di- I love there's different say that like you go you're a there's different there's different little guys there's like a little apple and like a little a little radish that like you do a little quest for him and he'll keep your he'll keep your house safe at night when like the it's called the rot the, the rot that's down. uh that's like creeping in and like and eating away at the at the like the roots of this land um and yeah like you know he'll help you out there's little frogs and stuff that'll help you out and i'm looking at the graphics it looks just the most adorable oh it's so it's so adorable and like the color palette is is like these these soft pastels it's really really beautiful to look at um even like as like throughout the like the day to night transitions too like it just it makes everything look so um just like peaceful and nice the music's really good too kind of a very Um, like rounded pixel art look yeah, no, it's it's and especially like like going like playing it on the Switch, it looks great. Playing it on a like on an actual like a big TV, like even just even better just because of like the clarity of the pixel art. Um it's so good. If there's like the one thing there's, I mean there's, there's two like probably two things that like bother me about it. One, um it can get a, a little jittery in some areas like there's just some like some like random frame rate drop for a game like this, you don't really expect it. And so when it happens, it's really noticeable. Um and two, the combat can be a little bit weird just because for some reason it's got this like Dark Souls-esque stamina system where like swinging your sword drains your stamina, like like dodge rolling drain, like drains stamina. So like you have to kind of be methodical about it. And when you're playing a game like this... Um, it, I don't know. It just it doesn't it doesn't feel like like it, like it gels in that way. Considering especially that like salmon is not really used for anything else because yeah, like it's not like Stardew Valley where you actually like you know have a a certain level of stamina that you have to sort of like conserve throughout the day. Like mm-hmm. it's just it just feels very at odds with itself. Um, but you know you you do sort of like you do sort of like get upgrades fairly uh, you know fairly this is like early on, but like you know. Mm-hmm pretty generously throughout the game um it's got a cool like uh like perk system where as you as you sort of like complete little little events and stuff or like little challenges you unlock these like memories and uh the memories are like tied to other guardians as well so as you like travel the world and and see the these like little landmarks left behind by other other guardians you're like gaining sort of like abilities that they that are, are like were like connected to them um well, that's really cool yeah, no, it's 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 oh man, it's super great. I I, I really like it's it's one of the it's kind of like um the past couple of games I've reviewed recently where like it's actually like really made me want to play it. Like it's not just sort of like I'm only playing it like in extension, like that I have to review it. Like I'm genuinely like I'm gonna sit down and play play Guard Story right now. Like that's, that's awesome. pretty cool. That's so, yeah, it's, no, it's really cute during the during the showcase, but I didn't get around to actually checking it out. No, it's really good. Like I, uh, like you and probably Dana too. Like would absolutely love it. Yeah, that's awesome. That looks really I need to cute. Check that out. I love me some cute. Speaking of cute, uh, Chris played a game that's not cute. Well, yeah, the cuteness is a very small part. <laughs> it's only when you're interacting with the adorable foxes. I mean, to be fair, that's it. It makes up for everything else. <laughs> I mean, True. that main image we cho- chose. It's pretty. Cute. I had to do that. I had. It to was. It, it was yeah. definitely the, the highlight of the early game for me. Uh, we're talking, of course, about Ghost of Tsushima director's cut. <laughs> Uh, which I got to play this week. Uh, I missed the game when it came out. I kind of had too much other stuff going on, so I was really looking forward to checking this out. And uh, it's it lived up to all my expectations and more. Like 
I don't think I, I, I said in the review, like, I don't think I've come this close to giving a perfect score before. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, it's just fantastic. The story is so well written and the gameplay just flows so well. Like it's that, it's that classic open world kind of Breath of the Wild type thing. We, need, we really need a good, a good concise name for that genre, like a Metroidvania type name. But uh, it's that kind of thing, but it doesn't feel like it. You know, like when I booted up Genshin Impact, for example, I was like, oh, so this is a Breath of the Wild clone. But, <laughs> yeah. you know, Ghost of Tsushima doesn't feel like that at all. Like, I have not played any Genshin Impact. That game just looks nonsense. It, it, yeah, it's not. It's not fantastic. Breath of the Waifu. A, a clone. Yeah, <laughs> that's the most accurate name. <laughs> but that's, that's the game that makes literally all the money in the world, right? Oh, it's super popular. Yeah. And it's because yeah. uh, it, it's, it's ripping off Breath of the Wild. So, I mean, it's based on a good concept to begin with. Yeah. And gotcha mechanics. Yeah, exactly. Ooh, but, uh, the best but, things I love about games. But also on top of that, Ghost of Tsushima feels like Assassin's Creed, that kind of like the historical based mix of stealth and open combat thing, mm. but like better. I haven't played Assassin's Creed since the, the Ezio storyline wrapped up. But uh, Oh, yeah. I, I played a bit of Black Flag. I played a bit of Unity. Then I'm like, I don't, I don't care about the series anymore. Then I just haven't jumped back in. I think I played a bit of Origins. Ezio would like tie it so much together and yeah. they, didn't, they haven't gone to like Japan yet. So like I've been waiting for that kind of thing to happen. I mean, they did, did they, they think they, no, they went to China in the weird. Yeah. Series. China was the, uh, the, the PSP one. Which and they then the, jumped the side up scroller. To or something. How do we yeah. manage to fit PSPs in like every podcast? It was, it was Vita. It was Vita. <laughs> <laughs> Someone's got to keep the memory alive, Dana. I mean, we really it was deeply it. ingrained in, in culture. Just no one wanted to buy it. That's all. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> just wasn't deeply no, like, ingrained my, in ownership. My my only complaint with Ghost of Tsushima, really, besides like you know mm-hmm. some difficulty issues, uh, was that the storyline feels like it's doing this Bioware thing where it's like, oh, your choices will matter somewhat. Like you can choose conversation options, and like there's a point where one of your uh, someone someone betrays you, and it's like, oh, could I could I have fixed that? So I, I looked I looked it up, and no, you can't. It happens to my, even if you had done his entire quest line before that point. Like, yeah, I, I I had heard about that. Some people were ripping. I think it was like Donkey and like Yahtzee were kind of ripping on it for like exactly kind of like presenting you with choice but then it's just like it doesn't matter regardless yeah I mean, like you like the the whole crux of the inner conflict is that you know the samurai way is to fight your opponent head on like look them in the eye as you yeah. kill them and Jin has to resort to more guerrilla tactics more like the ninjas would have used right and uh oh yeah you know it's, it's dishonorable right so like he has to hey. struggle with her like the only way to beat them <laughs> is to do it this way of so course, like, the way yeah. that I'm like, yeah, you're like, it's dishonorable. I'm like, ah. To them. <laughs> Lame. <laughs> Listen, speaking speaking as CGM's resident ninja, I will tell you this. Historically, Samurai just made that up, that it was dishonorable, because they couldn't handle the fact that ninjas were cooler and better at fighting than they were. So they created this narrative that like, oh, it's dishonorable. You can't fight like that. It's like, uh, a win's a win, buddy. Sorry. Mm. Well, yeah, tell it to the dead guy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm more of a Samurai guy myself. So like, yeah, like, I, I i appreciate the historical quote-unquote accuracy that they were using i mean it's it's still a video game you have to do things that are fun still but uh, yeah exactly what is this well, fun you speak of right <laughs> well like the whole one strike system looked really cool to me too like i heard a lot that of cool so things satisfying. about that yeah it's really cool like you like you you can go to a base and call them up be like hey cowards come fight me and there's a little mini game where you hold down triangle and you know you wait for the guy to lunge at you and then you release and it just hacks mm-hmm. through them and you can then upgrade that ability to be able to like scare people who are watching or like lure another guy in for another instant kill and like kind of mm-hmm. that up to like two or three people. Um, so yeah, that's a really fun like uh, a style. But uh, you know, Kurosawa and like samurai film people like this this is a like, this is a samurai movie come to life on your screen. Well, like even in battle, it looks cinematic. I was I wanted to ask because yeah you played the PS5 version so like did you like crank it up to like the like 4K and put it in the the Kurosawa mode like. I don't love the Kurosawa mode. It's a neat novelty, but it also messes with the sound. And is that sounds... the one that makes it look like an old movie, right? Yeah, yeah. but it also sounds like an old movie. <laughs> Why <would> that... Okay, <laughs> which is kind of like jarring when you're trying to track sounds. Like there's they they added a, a, a logon mechanic, which is part of the update. If you have the PS4 version, this will be in your game today. Uh, where you is it a paid expansion? Is that a paid thing, or there is a paid thing, but there is also just a free update which includes okay. a few of the things, and then the director's cut content, like the new island, is is paid content. Okay, um, that's I but, mean that's uh, fair. Mm-hmm. They're giving quite a bit for this game for free, mm-hmm. and it's 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 not just an add on, right? Like it's the, there is a story that goes with it. It ties into Jin's character. It's, okay, so it, it's a whole it's, new. It's a worthy update. It, it's it's a victory lap at the end of the game, basically, and it is meant to be played after the after the story. Oh, that's awesome. Okay. Um, but yeah, there's there's a, there's an there's an add-on 
or there's an option that's uh, that's available now where you can log on to an enemy in combat, which sounds great. But I tried it without that first got used to the game, and then I tried it, and I don't like not being able to track stuff. Like you, you mm. want to have your ears open, so to speak, to hear enemies moving around you, and like the Kurosawa mode just cuts that out. Like, it, it cuts it down to like crappy TV, like seventies TV quality. Right. So yeah, it's 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 more of a detriment, but it is a cool aesthetic look. Is this also um is this also like the like sort of like the way like the the PS5 upgrade thing? Because I bought I bought uh, Ghost of Tsushima like with along with um Final Fantasy VII remake because they were on sale, but I still haven't played Ghost of Tsushima yet. Like, but if like you know if I were to get a PS5, like is this sort of like the like oh you can upgrade it and it's no problem? I believe it... so. I, I'm not familiar on the, on the specifics because of course I got the code for the PS5 version, right. but. If, mm-hmm. if you pop your PS4 disc into your PS5, if you have a PS5 that's a disc version, mm-hmm. it should download the PS5 version for free, I believe. You just said PS5 oh. way too many mm. times. Yeah, it's... <laughs> names are dumb. We've established this. Names are dumb. <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, a very cool game. Very, very much shows off the power of the PS5 and like, yeah, very nice. impressive. Now, well, that's Brendan, very cool. You looked at a thing that I am going to say wrong, even... Evangelion. 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 I've heard. I've heard both pronunciations. Evangelion. Because it's evangelical, so I think Evangelion. But now I'm thinking. I think that's kind of. I think that is kind of the point. But I think it's also like it's like uh like weird pronunciation thing. Yeah, there's also a lot of it's it's a weird series. There's dumb subtitles. I I was I was showing my wife it on Prime Video because I was like, oh, it's finally available. So I was adding to the wish list because like. This one's called You Cannot Redo with brackets in there somewhere. I'm like, you cannot go back. These dumb side names that they stuck on there. But yeah, okay. So does, if you don't know what the Rebuild movies, the Rebuild movies are basically um, the director of the game or the creator of the series decided he'd do these new movies that basically retold the series in movie form, like using a bigger budgets and taking it in a different direction than the series went. Because the series never really felt finished uh they did the movies they did see they did the two movies which was death and rebirth and end of gillian and they are they go places they do things um anno is the creator uh he did also did shin godzilla he's done a few other things but he's really best known for the even gillian series um, and yeah, see, this is kind of a more hopeful take on the series because he's in, he's suffering less depression now than he was. I'm not joking. I'm, yeah, no, I know. No, like that's a big that's a big part of uh, of Evangelion. He just suffered a lot of depression, and kind of the series broke him. And then the rebuild series kind of reinvited, reinvigorated him a bit, or sort of. Uh, so, sort of. <laughs> yeah, I, I still wouldn't call it uplifting. By any stretch of the imagination. So, anyways, um, I've been waiting for like four years at this one, five years. It's been a while. It's been five or six. Yeah, yeah, it's been a while. Uh, and it finally came. Uh, it was in Japan in 2020, and they finally uh, Amazon's like, yeah, we're releasing it in every language possible, and then they did. It's weird because the original one, the original three, the first three were on Funimation, and I guess Amazon bought the rights to this one. So it's very strange how the rights for this stuff works. Uh, so it's really hard to watch the entire series up to this point. Well, yeah, all in one uh, place. Netflix has this main series, and they changed the cast, and it did a whole new translation yeah. and everything like that. But I don't know where to watch all the rebuild movies. I don't think they're all in one place. They are all on Prime, actually. Oh, they are on Prime. Okay. Yeah. It's so weird. Um, anyway, we <laughs> I don't think they're on Prime on every. Like in the states, I don't think they're all. On pro- it's really weird how licensing for anime works. Anyway, they, they are in Canada. Just okay for, the for people in Canada, they are, and I'm not sure if they are in the states, but we'll figure that out. Anyways, so um, it finally the series finally ends. It's as insane as you could hope, but also potentially too insane at parts. Um, there's a lot going on. If you don't know, like this is not the jumping off point. You have to watch the other rebuild movies or at least rewatch them. If you've already seen them, just so you understand the basics of what's going on. It takes place very, very much after the last movie just picks up and goes, and it goes places that are very strange. 
and the end of the world kind of happens, but also doesn't. He fights his dad literally. It goes a lot. I just want to point out (laughs) that I walked into this movie at, what was it, like the hour and a half mark, Brendan? Yeah. And I just went, what is happening? There were headless things. I don't know. It was a lot. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's a That's weird. It's a really weird series. I, I this is this is one of the first animes I actually watched, mm-hmm. and I'd heard you know this. It's this series about mechs and stuff. Okay, that sounds cool. The mechs are the smallest part of it. There's all this like like phys- like psychological stuff going on. Also, they're not mechs. They're they're like the essence of people. It's made of people. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's made of then, people. And then there's the two different endings. Like there's the 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 anime ending which is just like a clip show and then like a bunch of characters saying good job shinji you did it you did what because oh <laughs> so people that don't know the original series ran out of money at like the 22 episode mark and they're like ah we have no more money to animate things they're like ah it's, it's probably fine we got this <laughs> we have enough <laughs> but literally there's... some of the last thing is sketches and still frames with talking over it because they just didn't have money to finish the show. I think the only new content in that was like a weird alternate universe scene that they yeah. did for like five minutes. Yes. That was all new, but everything else, yeah, it was just like, yeah. And then they did even End of Evangelion, which is just the opposite ending where everything just goes absolutely batshit insane. And they also has like a massive budget because the things that happened in End of Evangelion are just like massacres, blood everywhere. Oh, it's so beautiful. It's they do horrible things to one of the main characters. Oh, there's so there's some weird like sexual assault things going on there. It is, it's strange. Did I miss that part? What is happening? That's in the original movie. Oh, okay. The original so ending yes, movie. This one has less of that. That's good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's 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 even guns one of the series where it's like okay, it's a seminal series, like it's a main series yeah. of anime, like it's pivotal to the development of the genre, and people, yeah. you want to recommend it to people, but also like it's. It's, it's, impre- it's impenetrable if you don't like I I would never say someone should jump into even Gillian as their first anime. No. Because... No. Don't no. Yeah, no. I made that mistake. Don't do it. It's, it's like <laughs> it's it's one of those things I I remember because I remember when that when they brought it to Netflix and yeah. um um uh what was it? Uh 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 Ross O'Donovan, uh who was like, you know, um Rubber Ross sort of of the like game grumps. Sure. Um, lineage. Um, he was talking about it, and he was basically saying how, like, he basically like he forgot like how much, and yeah, because you know he was like basically talking about how like he watched it when he was like a teenager. He just thought yeah. it was like, oh, it's like you know, it's a cool anime, whatever. And then like like as an adult, like who like who himself was like dealing with depression, like he sat yeah. down and watched it again, and he like he basically said like I had to go talk to my therapist afterwards. Like it just like affected him so much more. Like now that he understands like what mm-hmm. depression is. Like yeah, it was it's an anime of depression, and the main character sucks. Anime of depression. <laughs> Everyone in it sucks, actually. Yeah, like, everyone's pretty terrible when you really get into it. Yeah, his dad's horrible. His dad's friend, the 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 sub commander. I mean, he's good at what he does, but I don't think he has any character beyond I'm getting letting you do your thing, dude. I got your back. <laughs> Oh, yeah, it's it's a trip. I, I I I do need to rewatch the first two movies. I, I saw them when they came out, but it's been there's four movies a now. Literal generation of movies since then. And the weird thing is, this is like three point zero plus one, but there's also a movie three as well. It's the entire series is bonkers. Yeah. Let's just say that. So uh, yeah, let's talk about things that are not bonkers. Well, um, actually, I was gonna go with something bonkers for a second. It okay. kind of plays off that. It is not on the list. But um, have you guys heard about all the crap going on with Boyfriend Dungeon? Oh, yeah. Uh, a little bit. I just started yeah. playing that, actually, this week. I know. No, what, I what, what's it. going on with it? Because I, I, I didn't know anything about it until I looked, I looked at it, and I realized it was by Kit Fox. And okay, I was like, so, oh, cool, Kit Fox. So, <laughs> so what I'm understanding from this is... <sighs> steal my thunder. No, I'm... Go. I mean, you can, go, go for it. <laughs> no, um... We have we have our review coming out, yeah. and that's all well and good. And I knew nothing about the game except mm-hmm. what I've read in this review. Uh, finding out there's drama surrounding the game, and then today I found out that because of this drama, people are actually attacking one of the voice actors for the game, that's like dumb. threatening him online. So essentially, in the game, there's a character named Eric, and it turns out Eric is not a good person. I uh, Chris, I don't want to spoil <laughs> the details of the game to you. I knew it. Oh, I, I, I called it immediately. He 
three scenes in, I was like, yeah, this guy's going to be the villain. Yeah, okay. this is no bueno. Is he one of the boyfriends? Well, yes. uh, well, yeah, but he's not a sword. He's Well, actually, I don't know that, but he's not presented as a weapon. He's okay. not a sword. Anyway, so <laughs> essentially, I, I don't know. I don't want to spoil it for Chris now. But, That's fine. Uh, I guess there's warnings at the beginning of the, game, of the game, and now people are complaining that the warnings are not specific enough because you have to deal with this character to finish the game and from what i've read there's there's uh like psychological abuse and stalking involved with this guy and people are actually like harassing this guy on twitter and in his Uh, emails and all this you know what's healthy to do with that he's put out some things saying hey hey guys i'm an actor like (laughs) it like I don't understand. So no. yeah, people suck all around in animes and uh, in real life. Fun. That's what I got. Yeah, like. Yeah. yeah. I mean, did did we learn nothing with the Last of Us Part Two? Like Jesus effing Christ on this, like, <laughs> or like attacking Kelly Marie Tran for Star Wars, or like, do we not? Yeah. Do we? Do we like fundamentally not understand that like the people who play characters in video games aren't themselves the so characters i'm gonna explain something to you some of these people do not literally do not get that like they don't they cannot separate out the two things what like, bugs uh, me so much though is that like they're so mad at these people playing the villains but they still yeah. want content yeah you can't yeah. have content somebody has to do that yeah and if we <laughs> attack them all then i guess they you're all watching paw patrol nope there's a villain there too and he likes cats so is that the thing that in the Paw Patrol is like nah, <laughs> yeah, I like, like dogs. What do you what are you supposed to do with that? Like I I'm just I I'm just like waiting for the day that we get like the story that like people are harassing you know like um I guess uh, who's the guy uh, whoever whoever does the voice of like Doctor Robotnik now mm-hmm. it's just like how dare you kidnap animals and turn them into robots it's like what what what. <laughs> Yeah, I don't understand. I'm not actually doing that. <laughs> yeah, no, it's it's disappointing. I can't, I can't do it. Anyway, it that was my rant. So stupid. Yeah, that's fair. That, that's uh, what I got. Should we end up with what you've been playing then? Uh, not me specifically. Sure. Talk to the other guy. <laughs> well, what have you two been playing? Either one. <laughs> I've been playing a little bit of Barkman Dungeon actually. Uh, well, there you go. Got, Good transition. Far because I've, I've been streaming it, but uh, it's a fun little quirky thing. I don't I like. I've never it. played a, like a dating sim before, but uh, the, do you have the... a favorite boyfriend? Chris, Chris, yes. come on, yes. come on. What? What? Come on. We all, we've all been on Newgrounds. Come on. Ish. Ish. <laughs> no, I think the closest would be like uh, Harvest Moon. Like the I can't remember her name now, but anyways, no. The uh, of the of the <laughs> partners I've met so far, the um, I, I can't remember the name, but the the, the rapier guy. Um, is he super charming Isaac? Oh. Yeah, Isaac. And uh, Oh, not the, the misunderstood lady. you. Hi. I was gonna say, let's <laughs> let's clarify. Rapier is a sword, not you know hey. fencing. the other thing considering we just talked about using an AP. That word is not good out of context. But uh no Isaac and Or uh, A P I E R. I can't think of her name, but the, the dagger tip lady from the also from the artwork. The uh the shirtless dude with the abs of diamonds is like he's a little too weird. He's oh, a little too much. So yeah, they usually are. Just so we're clear. Well, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> it's all on the outside. Yeah, but, uh, yeah that and Picross, uh, the Genesis uh, version they just put oh, in. Wow. I love me some Picross. All right. I'm digging it. Jordan? Nice. Uh, besides um, Garden Story and Fortnite, I've been, I kind of jumped back into uh, Hollow Knight oh, last a, night. That's a classic. Just on a whim. And. Uh, not know this one. God, it's so good. Oh, it's so hard though. Oh my god. It I'm is just, he's so frustrated last it's night. Stupidly hard. <laughs> this stupid boss, you had to fight like six of them, and there was like two of them at a time, and they were just so like it's the ridiculous. dark souls of Metroidvanias, right? Oh Basically. god, yeah, pretty it's ba- yeah, more or less. It is very souls like. Well, the the, the biggest the, uh... thing is that when you die and you lose your health and you have to go back to that spot to get the rest of your strength back, that is like that's Yeah, the, and your money too. It. Yeah, that's very Souls-like. Yeah, oh yeah, no. Just like the, the, the really the only thing it's missing is a stamina bar, and that would be like pure <laughs> Souls. But like, the, like the atmosphere, like the storytelling, yeah, it's like deeply, deeply ingrained in like Dark Souls. And it's pretty. Oh, but you're yeah, you're a cute little bug guy, and I love that. And I'm really, really looking forward to. Uh... <laughs> but not as cute as a grape. Not as cute no, as not as cute as a grape. Little inherently by doing design. A little dance. Dies into jam. 
I'm still not okay with that. Like, not good. Not good, guys. It's a bit morbid. <laughs> yeah. Not good. Should also be with yeah. Dana, we're gonna play the new uh, imposters mode that they definitely didn't steal from Among uh, Us is, in Fortnite. This is the second time they brought it out. Um, oh, is it the second time? I thought I didn't know that. Yeah, it's been out. I forgot about it. My my kiddo was playing it last night. I'm like, oh, that's what he was talking about. Yeah, no, I'm down. I'm terrible at it. I spent the last time I played it running around going, what am I supposed to do? Oh, click stuff. <laughs> And then Jacques. we would just team up because there were four of us playing. We're like, just everyone vote this guy. So, I mean, sure. Let's go. Let's do it. Cool. <laughs> now, do you have the Ariana Grande skins? I didn't buy it, guys. No. I didn't buy it. I'm not, I'm not spending it. spending I, money. Especially especially now what I, after what I saw the other day that I put on Twitter. Oh, yeah. really? Why? Uh, well, I don't know. Did you, see, did you see my tweet, Brendan? No. So, basically, <laughs> I, 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 I was... I, That's a loaded question just, sometimes. Just, just you know, just um, perusing the uh the the item story every now and again, and I saw, and I friggin' I friggin' called it last week. They they have the classic like default Fortnite skins that you can buy and wear, and they're literally labeled like classic like you know skins, classic Jones and classic whatever, and it's just like. I was like, these are the skins that people used to get, like kids used to get bullied over for being like default. And it's like, it you literally like put a monetary value on it. Yeah. yeah. Like you monetized this like abuse pretty much. That is real weird. <laughs> oh, it's so, I was like, oh, wow. Way to go. Epic. You I did mean, it. Snake is eating its own tail. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You were, you messaged me. You're like, I knew it. <laughs> I, I oh I knew as soon as I we friggin called it last week. Yeah, sure. Well, those, <laughs> those I have right seen away. Those before and I I forgot about them. Those are actually old now. But yeah, you're right. I never still. Even it's just like that they're doing that. <laughs> that's what I mean. Like those those are the thing. Like if you had if you were just running around in the basic like skin, like yeah, you were called the default and you basically got bullied in school. Like there were reports of kids getting bullied in school about it. It's really? like oh, you what are you poor? You can't afford a skin. Yes, this game's stupid expensive. Yeah. <laughs> I will say, though, I spent the rest of my V-Bucks and got my kid Gamora. He was pretty excited. Oh, I think that's she looks nice. dumb, but he was pumped. He was really nice to me for like a whole hour afterwards. <laughs> I, uh, so, and I, I, the other, the other, just played the other day, like, it was it was one of those stupid moments where I ran into, like, a guy in, like, a Batman skin and a, and a Superman skin, and I killed them both, and I was just like, ha, eat shit. Yeah. <laughs> so nice. Where'd go, Batman? You really came to play. <laughs> no, the correct, the correct thing to say after that is Martha. <laughs> <laughs> Why'd you say that name? <laughs> it just made me laugh. Just seeing Superman running around with a gun and then just dying immediately. It was just like, I mean, way to suck. <laughs> how did Superman die? Ariana Grande sniped him. Yeah, sniped him out what? big time. Oh my god, <laughs> it's so dumb. But I love it. I honestly, I really don't think it's a bad game. It's, I mean, it, that's it, good. It's you're playing right. it, so I assume it is, a, it is a solid game that is just brought down by a really crappy marketplace. See, I've, I've played five matches of it, and one of them I was wearing a headset, and I just absolutely destroyed everyone. I was like, am I beating up children right now, essentially? You are, like, 100%. This doesn't feel good. The headset helps, though. <laughs> you can also turn on, um, like, visual sound, so when you hear somebody coming, you can see where they're coming from. That's my jam. Yeah. There's like, I, uh, I, I, thought that was, I thought that was just default, because it shows up on your little compass. Yeah, like, um, like that's that's I don't think visual sound it effects. It'll help you find the chests and all that too. Yeah, no, no, like it, it, it no, it's and it, they even say in the tips, like when the screen's loading, like to play like with headphones on because you can hear everything around you and like and it like gives you an advantage. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, no, yeah, no, it's a huge difference. But, uh, yeah, let's go. Because I, I I haven't been on since the Mandalorian. Like I, I last time I was on, I bought the Mandalorian skin and I checked out like the next season event thing and that's, okay, yeah, that's. Yeah my experience with it but i i, I was at my, at my nephew's birthday party over the weekend and got a lot of like xbox gift cards and i heard all his friends time all of cool fortnite stuff you could buy I'm like oh yeah so this is how this game thrives yes. yeah yeah basically yeah that, that's right there. that's where 100 yes any money that's where it goes which is fine because he doesn't play with any of his toys anyway so hmm. well, let's get maybe that age let him go these things happen these things happen. These anyways things happen. on that note uh, where can everyone find all you fine people, starting with Jordan? 
Uh, you can find me on Twitter at NinjaXJordan. You know, you can even find me on Instagram at NinjaXJordan. And you can also find me on YouTube at NinjaJordanReviews. And TikTok. And TikTok, yeah. NinjaXJordan on TikTok. Is it NinjaXJordan? I don't know. I was no, the no, no underscore afterwards anymore? No, you know what? It was just kind of st- stupid, so I just got rid of it. <laughs> I don't want to play just, with you. Uh, it didn't sound good off the tongue. You know what I mean? Ninja Jordan underscore Ninja X Jordan. It's, it's better. Is it yeah. like 2003 on MySpace? Oh, man. <laughs> underscores? Oh, man. You're all Underscores. Right. <laughs> yeah, no, you, you X Ninja X Jordan X. Uh, X you can find me on Twitter at who's oh, yeah. O-O-G-A-T-H-Y, no underscores. Uh, not on TikTok or anything. I'm on the ghost. I'm on. I'm on the graveyard of Vine. Uh, is that or you can find happens? me. No, no, it's not. Okay, it's I not. believed you for a second. TikTok is just fine to me. It's just long Vine to it me. It is. Um, but I'm also on Twitch at Guild Two Taps, where I might still be streaming Boyfriend Dungeon. I might give that another go. Cool. I need to watch this Eric story, and I don't want to play the game. So I need to find the cat. There's a cat too. Yeah. There is a cat. Can you like shoot me a message and be like, "Yo, streaming cat." I I will hit you up I, when the cat comes into play. I can't watch That's it. So uh, why don't you follow Chris on Twitch? I get the email every time he's. So do streaming. I, and I tune in. Do you? Huh? Huh? Uh, sometimes. Yeah, me no, too. No one tunes in. It's fine. I do. I talk to you. <laughs> I look at my <laughs> metrics. I can see. And when you bring home your Yeti, maybe I'll be able to hear you. <laughs> oh, yeah, the siren's not been uh, not been serving me very well. You got you got you have siren a very mini, quiet right? voice. Siren mini, I do. You can you can confirm that now in person, I guess. Yeah, you're, you're very. Well, where can they find soft. you? Oh, me? Uh, yes. Good question. Um, I'm at Kalina <laughs> in several places. Good luck finding them. C-A-H-L-A-Y <laughs> That's all part of the game. <laughs> what is it? It's uh, Twitter, Instagram, and actually, I think I have a Facebook page too. No need. So there's that because you know I streamed once upon a time, like one time. Brendan. Oh, I am B Fry twenty six on literally everything. <laughs> literally everything. That's true. I can attest to that. And you also can uh, follow CG Magazine at CG Mag Online on Twitter. What is it on Twic- uh, TikTok, Dana? Uh, CG, CG Magazine. CG Magazine uh, on Facebook at CG Magazine. Just search CG Magazine, you'll find it. And on is that everything? And you can also just go to cgmagonline.com to find all the latest news, reviews, interviews, and features. Um, and from everyone here at CG Magazine, have a good weekend. <laughs>